Okay, thank you. So this morning I wanted to talk about um, a case in the Blue Cliff Record, case 24. And what's um, interesting about this column is that um, it's one of the few columns that, sadly, uh, that includes a very strong female teacher. And it's called the Iron Grindstone. That's the Iron Grindstone is the nickname of a, a monk called Rutetsuma, woman. So the cone starts, Iron Grindstone Ru went to Isan. Isan said, you old cow, you've come. She said, tomorrow there's a great few communal feast on Mount Tai. Are you going? At this, Isan lay down and Iron Grindstone Ru left. Simple as that. Read it to you once again. Iron Grindstone Ru went to Eason. Eason said, Old cow, you've come. She said, Tomorrow there's a great communal feast on Mount Tai. Are you going? Eason lay down. Iron Grindstone left. Okay. So Iron Grindstone or Ru, her nickname is the Iron Grinder. And uh, the implication being that she grounds to dust any monk with whom she has Dharma combat. She's known as a really formidable character. And it says here, dealing with the iron groundstone was like a spark struck from a stone, like a lightning flash. Hesitate and you lose your body and life. So she was clearly a serious teacher. And that was Iron Grindstone. And I'll just tell you the story of Eason. So, Eason, you may remember, or you may not if you haven't done this column, um, is the famous column about Eason and how he came to be the abbot of the monastery that uh, Rue Iron Grindstone went to. So the story is, during his stay with Master Hyakujo, <coughs> Eason was the Tenzo, the cook. As Master Yakajo wished to send a, wished to send a monk to found a new monastery, Master Yakajo told the chief monk and all the other monks that he would choose the one who would demonstrate himself as the best among them. They love competitions, these guys. Then Master Yakajo brought out a drinking water jar, put it down, and said, You cannot call it a water jar then what will you call it? The chief monk said, one cannot call it a wooden stick. Then when Master Hyakujo turned to Isan, Isan kicked the jar over and walked away. Master Hyakujo laughed and said, the chief monk lost to Isan, and he thus made Isan the founder of the great Isan monastery. And this is where Ru trained with him. It's an interesting quote that I don't, I don't really like myself Eason's response I mean why kick a good jar over and say it had water in it it'd be all over the tatami floor and make a damn mess so I don't think I'd respond in that way maybe think about the way you might respond anyway so Rue or uh, the iron grinder practiced with Eason for many years and after receiving transmission from him she built a hut nearby the monastery 
and came to visit him from time to time. So that's the context of the cow. Well, you old cow, you come, he said. Sounds a bit rude, um, but there's lots of confusion in the Dharma when you talk, like there's the ox, the cow, the water buffalo, and they all represent the same thing, which I will tell you in a second. So when he said, well, you old cow, you come, the buffalo or cow is honored in Chinese society. And Eason wasn't being rude. He was greeting her kind of affectionately and jocular with some, some humor. Um, and in fact, Eason himself is famous for finding an accord with the water buffalo. And I'll tell you the story of Eason and the water buffalo. But just let me tell you what, the, what it represents. You'll know the 10 ox herding pictures. And the ox represents um, <clears throat> um, that which we can't speak about, really, the ultimate, the undivided reality, Buddha nature, the ground of all existence, God, whatever you want to say, the great life. And riding the ox is an image <clears throat> representing coming to terms with the fact that our human nature and absolute reality exist in one relationship. And uh, <clears throat> understanding or being able to embrace that duality, non-duality, is, is presented in Zen as what leads us to harmony. Um, we seek the, the ox, our essential self. We grasp it, we tame it. And finally the self, which has always been seeking, becomes at one with the ox. That's the plan. That's the plan in the ox head and pictures. So this is the story of Isan and the ox. I'm going to come back to Rue, the iron grinder. But Eason says, he tells a disciple that when I die, no, he says that, he tells his disciple that when he dies, Eason will be reborn as a water buffalo. The disciple will know it's him, he says, because the buffalo will have emblazoned on its side the Chinese characters for Eason. He then poses a question to the practitioner, he says, if you say it is a water buffalo, you will be wrong. But if you say it is Isan, you will also be wrong. What is it? If you call it a buffalo, it will be wrong. But if you say it is Isan, you will be wrong. So what he's doing here is he's playing around with all kinds of things. He's playing around with the jewel, the relative, with the absolute, what do you call this thing, this ineffable, mysterious thing? What do you call it? He's also, in a way, talking about rebirth and reincarnation. And how do we manage? Do we have a kind of black and white idea of that? Do you believe in rebirth or do you adamantly believe it's not the case? Um, for myself, I, if somebody believed in rebirth, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't question them for sure. I wouldn't say it was wrong. And if somebody said to me they don't believe in rebirth, I wouldn't question that. I wouldn't say it's wrong. Because from my perspective, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to say. I suppose the real question for me is, can I live my life right now? And right up to the end, 
can I live my life right now and right up to the end, fully embracing it in all its aspects? That's the question. And really, that's the question that Eason is asking of the monk. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So, what is this case all about? It's an unusual case, and I like it because it's, you know, uh, it's a case about play amongst equals. So, as, you, as you'll all be familiar with, the usual kind of colonies, a novice student, usually a novice, asks an old master a question. And whether he leaves bewildered or enlightened is usually the point of the column. And very often he gives a, he gives a one word, a two word answer, and amazingly he's enlightened, which is, a, which is fun. But the real game that these, these, the, the iron grinder and Eason are playing is about coming and going. And there is, any, is there anything to get or not? When we come or go, is it worth going or is it worth staying? Where do we find what's worth having, coming or going? So we, we, my sense is that we all come to practice with a feeling that something is lacking or that we're, we, we need something, we're looking for something that we haven't got. And that's the way that Eason teases Rue when she arrives. She says, oh, you've come, the implication being, oh, you've come, is there anything you've come for? Have you just come for fun or do you have a reason? Is there something you want? And she immediately shoots back. There's a big feast. Do you want to go? And um, just read this section about that. So this feast is on Mount Tai. And you might think that it's around the corner, but in fact, it's hundreds of miles away and clearly they're not going to go there. But she teases him. She says, oh, there's a great thing happening far away. Are you going to be part of it? Or are you going to miss it? Same in our lives. Are you going to be part of something? Are you going to miss it? Will you regret missing it? Do you want to be part of it? <clears throat> she tosses the ball right back. And in response, Eason just lies down on the ground. He, what he's saying is, there's no place to go. I'm right here. Any big feast is happening right here, right now. And with that, Rue leaves. She started the, they started the game with you come and are you going? And they volley back and forth. Finally, he lies down. He's going nowhere. Which she counts as by leaving. There's no winner, no loser. And they're playing out a game about coming or going. Is there anything to get? And is there anywhere to go? That's the question that's being presented in this column. So, if we look at it from a personal perspective, we can see that we are normally usually engaging wanting something or getting rid of something or coming or going. But can we embrace both? The resolution in our practice is to befriend all aspects of ourselves, the ones that want to go, the ones that want to stay, the ones that are restless, the parts of us that are restless, the parts of us that are peaceful. So, if, if, if in our own being we could be, we could have this dialogue like these two old Dharma friends, practice partners, playing with each other, playing with their differences, playing with the idea of coming and going, of getting and not getting. If we can allow ourselves to play with them and to feel them, and they are powerful, but can we play with them as well? Can we be with all the different sides of ourselves that contradict each other, that cause us? upset, 
can we be friends with them and can we allow ourselves to be all the parts of ourselves and embrace them yeah it's a tough ask it's a tough challenge but that's that's, that's what's going on yeah um, so what i really like about this coin is that it's one of the few where you have a really powerful female teacher who can you know stand and and be take the seat and be present yeah iron grindstone okay that's it <laughs> what do you think are you coming or going are you here or are you already gone <laughs> is there anywhere to go Hi, John. Hi. Hi, Roshi. Hi, John. <coughs> I just wanted to say this this room that I'm actually sat in is a bedroom, so I'm just going to go and lie down for a bit. Are you? <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm, I'm going off for dinner. Mm -hmm. I'm going for a feast. <laughs> See you later. See you later. Hi, Tony. Actually, what, what this uh, card always brings up for me is my daughter sitting in the back of the car saying, are we nearly there yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what do you say? Do you pretend that you are? It's really irritating usually and say we're always there, Matty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't cut in the ice, will really. it? <laughs> no. Not really. Thank you. Thanks. Hiya. Hi. Can I, I've got a question. Is it, um, if we're coming or going, it doesn't really matter whether we're, we are coming or going, but yeah. whatever we decide, we have to be confident, strong with it. Yeah. If you're going and you regret that you should have stayed, you kind of, or if you're staying and you regret you didn't go, then you, it's like being on a fence with the spike stuck up your ass. It's painful. <laughs> it's not what you want. Thank you. Okay. Hi, Roshi. Hi, hi, Steve. I, yeah, it brings that up for me too about um, whatever it, whatever's going on, make a decision and make a choice, and then and really sort of commit to it. Because sometimes, well. I guess metaphorically coming or going, but sometimes it's right to go and other times it's right to stay. And it's right, yeah. You don't really know how it's going to pan out. So just choose one, really give it some. Yeah, yeah. And, and for all of us to not feel too bad, we all know that's difficult sometimes, yeah. It's not an easy decision. Absolutely. It's a place, it's a place for work, isn't it? It's a place where we have to really work <clears throat> you know it's very nice to see you we're very lucky aren't we we're all here we're not going but we're not coming For the moment it's, isn't it nice just to be here <laughs> okay 
If I was the iron grindstone, if I was Rue, I'm obviously not going to get any blood out of this stone. You're all done, I can tell. <laughs> is that right? Are we finished? It is Saturday morning, I, I know that. There's lots of things to go. Oh, Ish, go for it, Ish. Um, well, I've been trying to think of a good question, but I failed. Have you? How do you know? <laughs> but I, I did want to say that I think it's absolutely an amazing, amazing thing that one can do this and still be miles and miles away. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? I agree. And I, I decided to stay, even though I, I guess you may record it as it was recorded Wednesday before last. Um, but I sensed from, I just sensed that this was going to be quite an important talk in a way. Um, would you say that it's the first day show given um, by this Sangha? on um by remote like this and mm -hmm. i feel i have no children and grandchildren but i would like to be able to say that i think i heard the first one given well Ish, i have to tell you unfortunately for myself i felt that the talk i gave last wednesday was the most important talk for me but sadly we didn't record it so it's one of those things, maybe it's a good thing, you know, maybe let it go. So, but thank oh, you. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry that last okay. week. Yeah. That's okay, these things happen. Yeah. Really okay, but thank you, Ish. It's very nice to see you, really. Thank you. It's, it's a privilege to be here, and thank you. Thank you. Okay, guys, let's knock it on the head. I'm... Uh, I'm going to inflict my voice on you now. I'm going to do the four vows.